tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Uh, gang, I think I won Valentine's this year in my personal life by by actually not doing anything for once. Wait, wait, wait. I you... didn't have to do anything, so I won it. Last wait, year... Wait, wait, wait. Is this, I didn't realize Valentine's Day was a sport or a competition. Everything is for me. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. Last year, I feel like I lost it because I spent a lot of money and time and effort in Valentine's. And then afterwards, I had that hollow feeling of like, oh, no one really cared. So first, mm. I did something for my coworkers. I went and I got little nice, you know, like the cards we have. Like our, our friend Brenda, who works in digital, brought us little Valentine's hey, Legos. Thank you, Brenda. I already put mine together. Very nice. So I thought, oh, I'll do a coworker Valentine's. Oh, that's nice. So you know what I did? I went and got really nice Star Wars cards because it's me. It's CJ. I'm going to do Star Wars. Sure. I signed all my Valentine's Star Wars. And then the night before, I stayed up late uh, making some pepper maple bacon okay and then letting it uh, uh dry out overnight in a cool dry space so it was crispy and dry mm. uh the next day i cut it up i stapled the bacon to all the valentine's cards i came to work and i uh, brought everyone a valentine's with bacon do you remember that there was one in y'all studio for like a week it was not you see that look you're giving me right now spencer you heard yeah, that was it was last year he didn't wrap it or put it in a bag and then say he just stapled a piece of bacon yeah. to a car. And it wasn't dried like it was jerky or something. It was no. like raw bacon, yeah. kind of almost. No, it was cooked. No, it was cooked, it, but... I had let, let the grease drain and dry off of it. That was actually the nice part you did, The night yeah. before. Mm -hmm. um, but it was also maple pepper bacon, so yeah, it's going to be a little messy. But I brought it in a bag to work. It's just once I gave someone their their gift, I took it out of the bag. Can I say that handing someone a strip of bacon, a naked St strip of bacon. Stapled to a Valentine's stapled card. Stapled yeah. to paper. It's an odd thing. Have you noticed that when you go to restaurants for brunch, yeah. you've never seen a presentation like that? Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. Okay, well. Here's how you could have done it. Would you give us a card, la, 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 and then say, here's a bacon thing for you. Actually, you know what I should or have done? Or pick a piece of bacon out no. of this bag. Or... I got I to staple it to the card so you know it's, it's all in one. But what I should have done was microwaved it. That way you had hot bacon. Instead of cold bacon. Okay. Anyhow, so that, I think you should have just microwaved the cards so, so they had a hot that's card. That's number one. Uh, I would consider last year an L, but well, well, how about this year? As I'm saying, last year's a fail. Uh, I also, you know, did my HEB heart-shaped steak and dessert and flowers, and I, I made yeah. this big uh, surprise dinner for my fiance. Well, she ended up working late and got home, and I was like, here's half a cold steak. Because <sighs> you ate it uh, <laughs> without her. But it. this year, it's great. This year, I the radio station, we have some AEW tickets. Uh, she's friends with Gold Dust. She, she used to do the backstage like interviewing for wrestling so she's a wrestling fan so i was like oh i'll grab those from the station because they're free right we got extras what and, a romantic and then i'll go cook her food and then i'll just be like hey you want to go to wrestling and i told her that last night cause she's not big on surprises she's like, oh i'm so sorry i can't i have to i have to work tonight i i'm doing the alamo uh draft house uh a movie thing like I, I I can't I can't I can't do this and I'm like oh well, that's okay and then she started feeling really bad about it like I had bought and planned all this crap when really it was just half ass right and so I just didn't say anything well, I just got quiet I didn't lie and say that I had made these big plans but I also CJ, didn't negate it CJ come here you do realize we're on the radio right now she doesn't listen oh, okay yeah, so it's right a, which is show. is also uh -huh. why 
she won't be <laughs> mad that I forgot the name of that master pancake. That's the show she's doing tonight. Anyhow. There you go. But yeah, so I won. So I didn't even have to do anything or spend any money this year. You feel like and making she feels your, sad. So making your fiance feel guilty and sad, that's the real the real kind of season that you're looking for here? Absolutely. It's Valentine's Day. Today is the greatest because, yeah, it's Valentine's Day, the day of love, the day of fun, the day of, you know what, just say or do something nice. Even if you make a card, you get a card, just just something nice for your special something someone. A little, a little something sweet. A little something. Uh, you, heard, you heard in the intro how I won Valentine's Day, essentially, um, but... We're not here to talk about Valentine's Day. We're here to talk about the history of Valentine's Day. And Spencer, let's start with the intro uh, that we got from the radio company to have Matt tell us about the true history behind Valentine's Day. Guess what day it is. Love is in the air. Guess what day it is. Love is in the air. Ooh-wee, boy, I love Valentine's Day. You're so beautiful. Well, the things we do for love. It looks like Cupid just shot his arrow. It was love at first sight. Valentine's Day is the best holiday of the year. It was love at first sight. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Showtime. All right, Matt, tell us about the secret <laughs> history of Valentine's Day so all the lovers out there can do some kissing with a little bit of knowledge in their brain. Uh, well, as far as we can tell through historians, uh, Valentine's is actually based on several Valentini, as they're known. It's actually an amalgamation of quite a few different people who oh. were martyred. Okay. On or uh, around February 14th. Martyred? You mean like murdered for their faith or There were multiple people that were killed by uh, <clears throat> Roman troops and, uh, and oh. not just killed. Uh, one of them, in fact, uh, was not just uh, killed, but he was um, disemboweled while he was still alive. Oh. And then stretched by horses and dismembered. <clears throat> he finally died. When he died, they took his corpse, uh, beheaded it, and then uh, set it on fire. Anyway, <clears throat> love is in the air. Happy Valentine's. Did, yeah. did they give him some chocolate candy at least? No, no, no. Oof, uh, oof. They did, however, hold the ruins, the ruins, I'm sorry, uh, the, the, remains. Remains, the remains of quite a few of these Valentini in catacombs. And here's a weird no, thing. No, why did they kill them all? Let's get to that, too. Uh, different reasons, but a lot of them had to do with uh, faith, uh, Christianity, basically. Oh, that old thing? <laughs> and uh, there's... Different reasons for a lot of it, but it had to generally do with Sex. marriages that were outside of what the emperor wanted. Hmm. Uh, they were thought to have uh, been encouraging uh, marriages, where occasionally the emperor wouldn't want anybody getting married because they wanted soldiers to go off to war, and it's harder to get soldiers to uh, volunteer. If they got a wife and kids. They got a wife and kids, yeah. Same way it is with the... So they were doing secret marriages was one of the big things. Yeah. But the point you have to remember, and why we even have Valentine's Day, is that bizarrely, bizarrely, there was a time in Europe when uh, what you did for your kind of big holiday with your family is you didn't go to... Uh, Disney World, or you didn't go Chili's. off to Meow Wolf. Uh, what you did is you went on a, a like a, a religious sabbatical. Generally, you ended up somewhere near the uh, the what was considered to be the uh, the, the breadbasket of Christianity, which would be somewhere around uh, Rome, right? Italy wasn't really Italy yet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you would go check out, and then so the churches that were. Uh, competing to have you come to their church because you would stay the ch- in the church, you'd stay on their grounds, you would spend money there. 
they wanted to have remains to show to you. So a lot of them had these remains of <laughs> like different Valentines. Some of our legendary people. Oh, yeah, because people would oh, want to wow. go see the skull of the guy yeah. who believed in love. So it's not even believed that the, most of these saints were not even didn't even become saints out of anything about love. It was all other weird random stuff. They loved having relics back then. Yeah, it was slowly a big thing. though they Dang. started building the story that it was all about love. Chaucer actually. Uh, oh, wrote about Valentine's being uh, the head of a uh, love, but not because he knew it. It's just that it was a convenient rhyme for him in one of his poems. Oh, man. <laughs> well, this guy. Man, I haven't heard Matt nerd out like you usually do about history it's, ever. It's before, very exciting. He loves Valentine's wow. Day. No, it's that for my, I don't know. Since I was a kid, for some reason, I've always called Valentine's Day Thanksgiving. I don't know why. My brain just uh, just mixes up those two words. And uh, I've always thought Valentine's Day was a kind of a weird holiday. And it's uh, coupled up with another holiday today. Speaking of religion, it's Ash Wednesday. But I got to tell my oh, girlfriend yeah. out there, hold on, let me get the uh, let me get the corny radio music back. It's also Ash Wednesday, but got to tell my girlfriend when I come home for Valentine's Day, I'm abstaining from sex for Lent. Sorry, babe. Or CJ Morgan show next. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> um. uh, how you can become more creative and even help your kids along the way. It's time for parent pickup. This has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Yeah, I just realized being I pulled so creative. Many, yeah, I just realized how uncreative it is. Um, no, I you know I always try to find stuff during parent pickup that can be for anybody, and I think a lot of people. Yeah, do either of you ever hit that? I don't know, just that, that moment where you're like, oh, I, I don't do any of the things I used to do when I was younger. I don't paint anymore. I don't draw. I don't write. I don't do anything creative anymore. Absolutely. I, guess. Yeah. I, used, I used to write and draw a lot. And I, mean, I was like, oh, that's for the that's mo- not for boys. The moment I stopped drinking, I started thinking all that. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, no, it's not really that true, uh, actually. But yeah, yeah, I feel that sometimes. I will, but mo- notice I say how to become more creative. Uh, we lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that we're not creative. It's just that our creativity tends to be used in different things, mainly problem solving. Once you become a parent or a homeowner, most, or most of my most of my energy is poured into yeah, just trying to keep the family together and and healthy, help healthy, healthy and happy is what I, I imagine. It's exhausting to try to be creative for things you enjoy, especially when you have to take care of the, the right. those kids. So. Right. So experts say, hey, here's what you got to do. You, you got to remember that that being creative is a process. You got to get back into it, and one of the things you can do is to build on your strengths. Find the stuff that you already enjoy, and try to bring your creativity. And the the example they have is they're like, if you like the outdoors, maybe you can start pressing flowers. I got to be honest with you, (laughs) I'm not going to press flowers. It's not going to happen. I I don't even hate the outdoors. I just can't see that being my creative outlet. Right? What's the point of that? Kill, uh, is it for like you decoration? save them in a notebook? I guess. I I think their whole point is that there should be some me time and really what it comes down to what it all boils down to and this is what my takeaway is from all of this and the takeaway i think that you can pass on to your kids is that creativity supposed to really be enjoying it we should be and it's what we used to do when we were kids and we forgot when we were younger we were focused on the process not the end result you know what I mean? I was trying to ignore a teacher and that's why I would draw huge spaceship battle scenes on uh, the back of a loose-leaf piece of paper, right? Yeah. Here's a space shuttle. It's blasting all these things. Look at these laser beams. Because the whole thing was the process of me drawing. I never was like, oh, I can't wait for this to be done so I can hang it on the wall. Or sell it. Jeez, that kind of gets in the way of being creative, thinking that 
If you go on Instagram right now, it says, hey, how, make sure that you turn your creativity into some kind of side hustle income stream, right? That's yeah. when it starts to become Which detrimental is, and makes it difficult to start the creative process. Right. CJ, you paint and stuff sometimes and do other creative stuff. Uh, has that ever kind of gotten in your way? or Sometimes because yeah. I, I start... Like- I've started having too many paintings, and I'm like, what am I going to do with these? And I'm like, oh, I can sell them. And I'm like, I can't sell them. They suck. I'll give them away to friends. I'm like, well, I can't give them away because then people feel like they're forced to hang them on their wall, so I will sell them. But you love fire. Why wouldn't you just burn them? uh, I do. I regularly burn them. Uh, That's awesome. (laughs) That's part of the process. So so it does get a little in the the way whenever you start trying to think about what's going to be the end or done. But the great thing is, is, yeah, is just to... Be there, enjoy the moment of painting and creating, or even like when I'm building a Lego set, if I'm making one up, like a large like battlescape or whatever, kind of like you draw your spaceship battles, I'll build Hoth and I'll start working on that. I'm not thinking about what it's going to look like when it's done. Yeah, I don't think you want to tell all the women listening out there that you're building Hoth, but I get the point <laughs> you're trying to make. Uh, I But what I learned from here is I thought, oh, I'm starting to see this in my own kids, where they start to get frustrated with the things that they do. My, let's just say this, I don't want to out her, but one of my children recently came home and got a C in art. And I was like, how the heck do you get a C in art? And it had to do because she was getting frustrated about the drawing wasn't good. And so she just didn't turn something in. And and I realized, oh, she's starting to pick up on that thing that it's about the end result. And she's forgetting the process part. So I'm purposely now occasionally just making my kids do stuff for the sake of doing it. Yes, it's, like it's not was, about, we got to, you have to remember that you're supposed to just be enjoying this time away from your phone, away from the television, away from some friends, away from a VR headset, whatever it is. It, it's, I think it's important for all of us to find that thing that you kind of enjoy and do it just, just for the sake of just doing do it. Just do it. It's not the end result. Look at my crappy TikTok videos. They're bad, but yeah. I enjoy the moment in between oh. when I'm actually shooting and editing. Who cares about the high? Just cut that cocaine up. All right, it's time to punish Matt. He lost this week's sports bet. Uh, remember, I'm still one in the hole. I still have one punishment, which is going to be called Brown Town, right. which is where I will go about the town holding a sign saying I brown my pants. Right. Uh, You're also that, still in the hole two dinners to me for the two previous seasons that I won. That don't count. That show doesn't exist anymore. So uh, all has been now, actually. <laughs> I, uh, you know when you declare bankruptcy, um, you just have you get a bitch about this for seven years, but I don't actually have to pay it. That's no. what that's what happened. Okay. Uh, Brown Town is included on this week's punishment plinko to where Matt and I. Will We'll both have to go about town saying we browned our britches. Uh, we also added some new ones this week. Ice Spice. Um, I have some Icy Hot, which we will put across your forehead, and then you will eat something spicy and hope that you don't sweat. Okay. Uh, we have Hang 10, which is a simple way just to put 10 bucks in the jar, buy your way out of punishment. Flop a hot dog is like hog a hot dog, but it's a hot dog that's tied to your crotch, and you got to flop it up in your mouth. Okay, I'm excited for that one. Uh, how that, how's that? Mm, we'll figure out the, I guess, the engineering on that later. Exactly. I don't get my actual hot dog in my mouth. Um, it's not. It's we're come no. on, man. That's that's a uh, be nice. That, that's a Vienna sausage. <laughs> it's there. Valentine's Day. Be that. nice. <laughs> uh, brow beaten. Haven't figured out that punishment exactly. Which is where you'll have to uh, perfectly lift an egg with your mouth from one receptacle and drop it into another one without breaking it. If you break it, you got to drink the yolk and eat the shell. Uh, tummy rubbing, we will have a Dungeons & Dragons die, 
We'll roll that, and the number it lands on is how many times you'll have to rub icy hot on your tummy, okay, to where it'll it'll burn. Um, spoiler okay. alert: I bought some icy hot that really hurts more than it helps. Is so. it like off-brand icy hot? Yeah, I need to find something to use for it. Uh, yes. And then our Matt, what's our last punishment? Uh, snort a line. Snort a line of ketamine. Yeah, so you're gonna have to find some ketamine for the show, and then uh, do a line of when it. When you so, say I have to find it, I mean. It's on the. It's on whoever gets punished to find the ketamine. Okay, so I have you to, have a kid in middle school. You, your, you'll know. I have to go to your house and open the drawer next to your bed. <laughs> and I wish. Uh, all jokes aside, let's drop some punishment. Uh, Plinkos, two chips will fall, and then we're going to decide exactly what Matt will have to do to rectify his losing. Okay, uh, I'm going to be aiming. I think probably for exactly. And I think I'll also be aiming for maybe ice spice. You know, I love spicy food. So See, that's the that problem. One. That's what I, I was thinking of how um, sweaty people we, get, but you don't get sweaty, so that might be an easy one. Can we listen to ice spice while we do? Uh, that's a little yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Uh, I kind of hope Flop a Hot Dog goes. Uh, chip number one. I'm He's, going in between and Flop a Hot Dog and Ice Spice. Here we go. He is dropping the chip. It is rolling. It is moving. It is wiggling. It oh, is on hang, hang ten. ten. So that is an easy, <laughs> that is a very easy punishment. He's in the exact same spot. It's an easy way out if he happens to get it. And now we're going. We're, oh, Flop a Hot Dog. Flop a Hot flop Dog. Flop a Hot Dog. Flop a that Hot Dog. That will be dog. a fun one Woo. if uh, we end up getting that. Because, again, I'm thinking we just take some kind of rope crate. We're going to have to learn special fisherman knots to get the hot dog to stay on the rope. And then you tie it to your belt loops. And then you just got to flop that hot dog up in your mouth. You think but, you can recruit a uh, guy Chuck down in engineering? I know he's sound engineer, but uh, you have to study a little bit of like physics. To build a, a hot dog trebuchet of sorts. I sure. think an engineer at a radio station probably understands all knots. Yeah, and you know what you can do is to get extra momentum so it's not all on your old broken hips is you just take the hot dog and you raise it up behind your back and then drop it and then use with the forward swing to get... You know what, we'll figure it out. You might also just have to pay 10 bucks and not do anything, which will be kind of uh, very anticlimactic for radio. But you can vote. What should Matt's punishment be and where do you get some ketamine? Text us, 835-1015, at CJ Morgan Show, uh, hang 10 or flop a hot dog. Y'all ever hide from the delivery people? Uh, not since I got uh, sober. Okay, good. Yeah. Delivery people like the pizza guy or... Anyone. Anyone that comes to your house to bring something. Absolutely. I, I look I, through the peephole and I'm like, oh, they're here. And I try to be real quiet. I yeah. hide. It scares me. I move away from it. Sometimes I have my garage door open and I'm working in there and I'm like, crap. No, I will say that uh, as, as somebody who used to have a lot of uh, depression issues, uh, I, just being in a house, if anybody was to knock on the door, it, inst- it was instant panic mm-hmm. and yeah. I needed to hide, you know? I still get that to this day. But, Matt, you think FedEx, they're, it's a little more nefarious. Well, look, I've learned something about my house. My house is very near a FedEx distribution center, which you would think would be convenient, except that what they do is they load up the truck, apparently, and they go to the furthest place, and then they start Make delivering back. back to... Sure. The facility, and I've learned that because my FedEx guy comes around uh, 7, 30, 8 p.m., which I'm not going to begrudge anybody because delivery, it's a hard job, and uh, people are doing more and more and more Amazon and all that stuff, so they got to be working their butts off. That said, um, if I ever have to order something for overnight, it doesn't really get there because it's going to come to me the next night. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I need it the next day, I'm kind of doomed. Um, that said, I recently ordered some auto parts, and they have to be signed for, 
And uh, I was like, oh, do I send them to the to radio, the radio station. station? Or I send them, and I was like, oh, this will be perfect because I was trying to figure out, will I be home by 7.30 or 8? Um, because that's a day that my kid goes to martial art. You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure oh, out all the sure. math. And I'm like, I'll be home. It'll be fine. FedEx came at 10 a.m. today, uh, obviously. Which they never do. No. And who's at home? At, is anyone at home at 10 a.m.? No. And that's a priority part, too. So you probably ordered something you need. It's probably expensive why you have to sign for it. So maybe that's why they did it earlier. But yeah, Look, that I is, appreciate that, that they have a signature dude. because once something is marked auto parts, that's a that's a porch pirate's dream right oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that. It's just that, yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, they have never, I, I'm, and now I'm wondering, oh, are there certain deliveries that go out on a different truck? Because I my, would I would assume so. Because I had this all planned in my mind, <laughs> and now I feel befuddlement. The other thing that's really creepy is my wife said to me today, hey, were you expecting something that had to be signed for? And I was like, oh, are you at the house? Please sign for it. She goes, no, I got this text, and it's a text saying, your item is out for delivery. I Why ordered, didn't you get the text? I ordered something using hmm. my phone number and my credit card. So hmm. why did she get a text on her phone? Yeah. What if you were to order her something special for today, for example, and now she would be... Why would little... I order something special for today? Oh, no. It's she thinks Valentine's you got her something. Day? And you oh, didn't. no. Oh, man. I didn't even say it was auto parts. She just thinks something wow. expensive was sent to the house you that needed to hey, be signed worry. for. It got lost. Honey, I spent so much on this for you. Well, what is it? I well, don't want to tell you because maybe I can get it for you dude. for Christmas. Well, also, I wasn't there and I couldn't sign. I'm so Sorry. My wife right now is at home thinking, she's like, oh, I bet she's like, oh, those boots I really wanted, or it's jewelry. I didn't even think of that, but right now my wife is literally thinking. Of all the possibilities. Don't something worry. something special. Oh. Matt, you're in a good position because, one, it was lost somewhere in transit. You're very upset because it cost a lot of money, but you don't want to tell her what it is because maybe you can get it again or get it back. So you've... You're fine. You've got all the cards here. But now we have to decide. But now I have to go get her something expensive? Not for a while, because you're still trying to deal to get the lost item, the lost or stolen item. This could take who knows how long. Or what if tomorrow I just present her and say, honey, your dream come true. It's a set of lower ball joints. <laughs> does seem like she'd like that. Yeah, there you go. Who doesn't want some lower control arm ball joints, honey? A man crashed into a hospital yesterday. You might have noticed all the emergency vehicles out in the Mopac area. It's also become the biggest story, perhaps not just in Austin, but maybe even in the state, when I last checked in, because I wanted to know more of what happened, but it was every news site and every tweet was like details ongoing. We'll let every you know local find more. Texas news site it ran with the story kind of towards a lead. And the the last piece of news I saw was that uh, Governor Abbott yes. stepped in to help Austin and make yes. sure we have everything we need, right. which is good. Whoa, he called Kurt Watson. There's there's some bipartisan friendship going on. That's great. Usually the governor, uh, small government Greg, hates Austin and wants to tell yeah. us what to do. But he's stepping in to help the city because of... A guy crashed into a hospital. Yeah, yeah trying to figure it out. Yeah, trying to exactly. figure it out. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't understand. According to the news, and uh, it was an accident. It wasn't intentional. He I mean, didn't, he this didn't, doesn't happen all the time or anything. It's obviously sad, a rare because event. there was uh, the driver. The driver was uh, lost their life. Uh, several people were injured. Some of them critically and had to be uh, rushed to other hospitals. That's all of that is pretty tragic. But 
I was walking into, there was a Sunny Mart that's down on Manshack, just uh, near uh, Ben White. This is probably 15 years ago. And as I was walking in to get a soda, the person who had gotten into the car after buying lottery tickets accidentally uh, put the car in drive instead of reverse Oof. and then gunned it. And Oof. I had to literally jump out of the way. I'm not kidding. I had to literally jump out of the way as they slammed into the wall of that Sunrise Mart and, uh, and blew out a whole bunch of the bricks. And I got to tell you what, on that day, no coverage. But this is. The, I mean, even insurance. I don't think he had any insurance coverage is, either. This dude, it was. He just seemed panicked. But this is bizarrely the top story, um, and it is kind of weird. We talked about it a little off air. It's it's weird that this is getting so much coverage and attention when, at the end of the day, it's not like we don't need the state government to come in and make sure that oh no a. a, a Emergency room entrance is damaged, so Greg Abbott's making sure to let us know we have everything. He's got our back. I I think. Look at me. Remember, I am nice sometimes. I think it's because of the excellent footage somebody shot from inside of the hospital. Yeah, good job. The car not only was the engine hot, but the car went through a giant aquarium when it went through. Apparently, all that water spilled into the hot engine. Producing lots of steam and dust. Looks very so exciting. The video, I think, is the kind of thing you know. The old saying in they local news on the is, "If it bleeds, it, it leads." leads right. And so I think because they have a great video shot of this smoke and some people running, that folks were like, "Oh, this is all right." This is our story. For yeah. the, I guess I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean that is if, the if most exciting thing. If it was just text, you wouldn't. If Be probably as interested, you know what I mean? If there's nothing else happening, I get it. And there's usually yeah. there's usually about a death or a murder or a police shooting a day in Austin. Like, we see it regularly when we try to find out, what are we going to talk about locally? And it's like, I don't want to talk about that. Jeez. No, I don't either. So I get why, you know, maybe this is kind of, it's it's bizarre, it's different, it bleeds, it leads, it has a death. But I have two theories. Okay. Oh. Two theories why this is the top story in the state. Uh, number one, specifically in Austin, is it created extra bad traffic. Mopac was worse than usual. It, it, <laughs> it added to traffic everywhere else. It was really bad, and everyone's like, why are there so many ambulances? Like, okay, what's wait. going on? So, it created bad traffic, but... Extra bad traffic. Right, but the hospital is not on the freeway. I know, but it caused extra backups on why Mopac. Why did it cause extra traffic? Because of all the uh, police vehicles, the, no, amb- the emergency no, vehicles, and because people, people looking and trying to find out. people in this town are idiots, and they have to stop and look at everything when they're yeah, in traffic. True. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now this is my this is my top theory. This is because okay. I feel this. My number one theory why this is uh, the uh, the hospital car crash, which left uh, unfortunately one person dead, uh, is such a uh, a compelling story. It's because we watch too many murder documentaries. Maybe here's the thing. Well, right? are here's all, the thing. Yeah, we no, are, sure. we are in episode one, which is a car crashes into a hospital, yeah. and in our minds we're like, where's the twist? Where's that this guy was a terrorist and right. trying to crash in, or his daughter was there, or where's the he was right. poisoned yep. by oh, the, like, where's the twist? He was driving to the ER and then finally <laughs> died. Yeah. Just then, that's the thing is this is only no. episode one. Is this like in itself <laughs> crashing into a hospital is crazy, but if it's episode one of a murder doc, by episode eight, we've had so many twists and turns that the guy crashed in the car. We thought he was the villain and turns out he wasn't. It's and it's almost makes me think of like, do y'all remember the collar bomb case yes. where the guy robbed a bank with the collar bomb and he yes. knew the people, but also didn't and didn't. It it makes me think that that's what we want because right now it says this was not 
from what we understand, it wasn't intentional. He didn't uh, drive into the hospital. It was a complete accident. But we're we're knowing it's going to be more, and that's why we're so obsessed with it. If they find that there is a brick on the gas pedal, could the Rainy Street killer be trying to throw people <gasps> off the scent of Rainy Street? There and was into water involved. Uh-oh. The fish tank. Uh-oh. Don't bring a knife to a bigger knife fight. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. Welcome to the internet. Here's what's happening today. A Tacoma convenience store owner actually defended himself during a robbery last week. Uh, let's go straight to the news to let us know exactly what happened. This Hilltop convenience store. 70-year-old Naif Kudaman is still riding a high. Last Monday, a man, this man right here, is caught on store surveillance camera pulling out a knife. He says, hey, listen, this is a holdup. That's when our store owner says, that's not a knife. I said, okay. Why then think so, buddy? Did you see what he asked? The machete proved effective. The would-be robber went running. I just want to scare him. I don't want to hurt him. The robber was locked up by police the next day. And yeah, not- uh, don't bring a knife to a bigger knife fight. <laughs> and he, uh, he ended up uh, getting the guy to go away, which is great. Good. Uh, it's a that's dangerous way, move to make. That's an escalation that worked, I guess, you know, so instead here, of de-escalating. Here, here's the thing. They always tell you, and this is why I don't get why some conservatives get so mad. You see videos all the time. There was one this weekend of someone will go into an Apple store, and they're cutting the cords. They're stealing all the phones and iPads, and all the Apple employees back off. Right. They tell their customers, hey, back off, don't worry about it. And then you'll see like online it's happening like this is this is what's happening in California. And, and and really it's in like Pennsylvania. It doesn't matter, but it always gets blamed on California or yeah. Austin. But people are like, why didn't they shoot him? Why didn't they go after him? Couple things. Number one, he's stealing. They tell their employees, even at like a target or whatever, they say, don't chase him. One, you could get sued. Two, like it's not on you to protect the goods and values of an insured company. And then the whole thing with the Apple stuff is the moment you walk out with the display iPhone, actually not even the moment. It's ever since it's sitting it just there. Turns itself off. It's a brick. It doesn't yeah. do yeah. anything. Like they can trace those. Yeah, I, I used to work in retail for quite some time and we, management told us flat out, they said, look, we have insurance and it's actually cheaper to replace that than it is to pay our portion of the insurance if you get hurt. So you could get fired if you chase somebody with stealing because their whole point was if they steal $800 worth of stuff, they're really only stealing about $300 worth of cost to us. If you go out there and even if you just trip chasing this guy and hurt your jaw, oh, it man. now we have to pay 50% of that the way our insurance works. And it's more expensive for us. Plus, we've now lost, you know, another human chunk of guts that we that could we throw need. on the floor to do inventory and sell stuff. Well, not to mention that, but thanks to our uh, lovely legal system here in the United States, if uh, if Matt uh, runs out of his retail store and beats the piss out of the robber, the robber can then sue Matt that and his store. That is weird, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there's some weird things. I, I don't get all the horny cowboys that want to shoot someone that... Yeah, even cowboys will just be like, look at that guy. What's he doing? Yeah, leave him alone. Well, just there, there pl- was a case in Houston where a man... And I get this is a tricky one because the guy had a gun. He robbed a store. 
But as he's leaving, he's walking out. Some dude gets up from his booth and shoots him from behind and Hell kills yeah. him. The coward's way, baby. Well, the guy went to the guy went to trial, and they said it was self defense. Like they didn't, uh, he wasn't arrested. Or I mean, he wasn't jailed. The the they found that he had the right to do it, which is kind of BS. Hey, that's but cool. it, but you, anyhow, you got to live with being a coward the rest of your life. I feel the, like you know. The point fine. is, no, he's a conservative hero. Like he's going to be doing all the all the freaking political rallies in Houston. But here here's the deal. The thing when it comes to these I don't convenience know why you guys stores, are making fun of my grandfather uh, this way. <laughs> just leave him alone, okay? He just was trying to help out. The thing that makes it more interesting with a lot of when you see these bodegas and convenience stores robbed is usually the guy at the counter. That's his store. He doesn't have insurance. Right. He's he works there 18 hours a day because he's trying to save money and just make enough. So of course, these dudes always have a knife or a bat or a machete or something yeah. like that, and it's just awesome that this guy, you know, was able to scare away someone with a bigger knife. And of course, I can't I can't talk. I mean, I know people are listening and getting upset that a convenience store clerk pulled out a bigger knife than the knife he was robbed with. And we didn't play this. What for? He's got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. There you go. All right. Yeah, Crocodile bit. Dundee. Get that funk kicking in. Fight. 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 Kiki's Assy Bass. What? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Matt's here and we're going to fight about it. Uh, We're not going to fight. There is a fight going on, though, between TikTok, or really their parent company, ByteDance, and the Universal Music Group. Oh, no. Yeah. Now we can't use more songs for our ad, for our our, our dance videos. It turns out that Universal Music Group has said, hey, uh, you cannot have our music on your TikTok platform anymore. Universal Music Group, if you're not familiar, and I know most people don't know who publishes the music that they're listening to, but they represent a couple of artists. They're one of the big ones. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Billie Eilish? Ariana Grande? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Taylor Swift? Yeah, I think so. Well, they're all licensed by Universal Music Group, and they say they are not going to renew their current arrangement with TikTok. It's set to expire, and uh, it's it's running out. And they're saying, we're not going to have anything to do with you, TikTok. Hmm. They want more money, and that's understandable because they're getting a lot of views, and I know it helps TikTok. But to me, this is a symbiotic relationship because you do have... So... Getting to use a Taylor Swift song in your TikTok, that's not going to help Taylor Swift. That's not going to help your video. But, well, I mean, it might. But the thing that helps the record company is the other artists they're trying to push. The other people lower down on their bill that get discovered that way or get their songs repeated because it's kind of like, you know, at the radio station, the record labels aren't going to send me a, a... uh, the new Pearl Jam song, expecting right. me be like, "Hey, we really need you to play this." No, they're going to send me somewhere, someone like lower down that, like, "Hey, check this out, please play that." And and TikTok kind of record labels, they had the same relationship. Sure. I wow. Wonder- I wonder, uh, I mean, there's still a few others that are probably allowing it, right, Matt? Or are, are there anyone are, else but you and G remember, they're, they're, they're like one of the... Uh, they're the big ones. Big well, they're one of the, the rights big suppliers, which yeah. is a little bit different than like your label or what have you. Right, right, right. And here's the issue with it. They're saying, look, we license you music. It's not working because our 
our artists aren't seeing any benefit, so we're not going to continue to do it. Now, this started two weeks ago. The fight is ongoing. I thought it would trickle down and, and chill out. but Right. This is wild, too, especially coming, uh, I forget how long, after the Billboard charts added specifically a TikTok top 40, right. like, Billboard chart. So I'm curious about this. Well, a lot of people who had viral videos are seeing their virality just disappear because the song is no longer attached to it. So some people have TikTok videos out there right now where they're just dancing to silence. Which is actually should be its own hilarious thing. Yes, it's a sad thing, but I I disagree. I think the it does benefit the artists. I mean, there's a couple songs that I had on my top fifty for exposure that were discovered on TikTok. It's it's completely BS if they're saying, oh, it doesn't benefit our artists, so we're pulling it because their artists are still on Spotify. That doesn't benefit the artists. Spotify doesn't pay crap. Right. You bring up an interesting point because how much less is TikTok paying than Spotify if UMG is pulling from TikTok and not Spotify? Not, not Spotify. I mean, I, I, I will openly say it till the hmm. end of my, my breath. I have no problems with streaming services. I mean, it is just the reality what we're in. If you're going to stream music, though, I remind you that Spotify is the worst way you could stream it if you care about the artists that you listen to. Uh, TikTok did come out with a uh, an announcement. They said, it is we're going to do better. They do said, better. it's sad and disappointing that Universal Music Group has put their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters. That's right. The company that last year made $20 billion, TikTok, <laughs> says they can't believe that Universal Music Group is putting greed out of the interest of their artists and songwriters. Oh, Remember, span. TikTok, the company that does not pay you to create the content that they've used to uh, monetize into $20 billion. Uh, basically, Universal Music Group is, knows that, hey, you are using our songs. It's making you a lot of money through advertisement, and we want a chunk of that stake. And you deservedly should get a chunk so of that we'll see steak. what ends up happening, but I actually think that this is wired. I think yeah. it's a good move. I think that I know it is through UMG's greed, but that greed is going to help artists get paid Overall, the yeah. They'll, they'll get a small, tiny, little bitty <laughs> chunk oh, of but it. But look, one more nickel a year is kind of nice, right? It, it really is. <laughs> we interrupt your regularly scheduled listening to the C.J. Morgan Show podcast to give away some tickets to Vampire Weekend. First, would like to remind you, if you're a podcast listener, obviously, this is the most recent episode. Please try to listen to that within 12 or so hours of the show. Otherwise, we don't get credit, but whatever, man. Who cares? Uh, let's get to the Vampire Weekend tickets. I c- People are texting Vampire Weekend songs trying to cheat and get tickets, so instead, I just found something that kind of has to do with Vampire's if you remember the the True Blood show on HBO, it's dumb, but I liked it. Anyhow, that's your keyword. Two separate words, True Blood, to 512-835-1015. Only podcast listeners will be entered to win tickets to Vampire Weekend using that exclusive keyword. Good luck. Thanks for listening. Did you know? Uh, it's a perfect day for this. People who post Facebook status updates about their romantic partner are more likely to have low self-esteem well, those that brag about their diets, exercise, and accomplishments are typically narcissists. Uh. So who knew that posting things on Facebook actually usually mean there's deeper issues? Huh, I sense. never would have figured that out at really? all. And remember, <laughs> narcissists, from a guy that, narcissists don't always have high self-esteem. Remember that as no, well, I, because you, no. can, you can... Typically, they don't. You can publish uh, a lot of those photos about you working out in your diet and also a lot about how great your relationship is. You can, you can be doing both of those things. 
And it's are we just saying true. this right now to cover for the fact that probably none of us in this room have uh, posted any kind of Valentine's thing about anybody? Uh, I'm going to post part. a picture in my hand and say, I always love you. Thanks for being there for me. And then I'll make a post about my other hand saying, uh, you know, shout out to the side pieces, too. <laughs> side say, palm. You yeah. think uh, your other hand gets jealous? Maybe. That's what praying is? Or, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. That's just stupid. I just thought of something real perverted I can't say. But say it, it has it's a part of it. Do you remember part what of it. Weirder it's, Wired was yesterday? It has to do with Madonna's <laughs> like a prayer and a way to rectify the situation. Oh, you know what? Okay. Let's move on. Uh, did you know it's about fact-finding, not about making uh, dirty, filthy jokes? And you know things are facts. You know they're true because we start with the phrase, Did you know? You can skip unskippable ads on YouTube. Yep, there's a hack. In the lower left uh, lower left corner of the ad, next to the ad time remaining, there is an information symbol, which probably none of us have clicked on because I assume that meant more information about this ad. But inside of it, you can click stop seeing this ad. It gives you three options after you choose any of the options. It just stops playing the ad, and then oh. you move on. It's a nice little bug. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's wow. another feature. If you've ever gone to, like, uh, occasionally I'll read The Atlantic or the uh, Dallas the Morning or, News. Sure, they need. And while you smoke your pipe yeah. in your jacket. They have, a, uh, they, have a, they have a pay feature. You get a couple free articles, and you have to pay. But on your iPhone, if you're looking at the article on mobile, you'll notice you have a lower case or you have two A's in the upper left corner. You click on that, you hit show reader, and it takes you to a, a way to read it that helps visually impaired or different kinds of things. And often, uh, you know, ESPN and other sites have figured it out, but some haven't. So it's a way to get around the paywall when reading articles. Wait, wait, wait. You tell me the visually impaired get to read stuff for free? Yeah. Well, that ain't fair. They get it all. That's pretty rad. Uh, <laughs> did you know? Okay. Did you know on this lovely Valentine's Day, um, this one's about males and females. Did you know male spiders give female spiders gifts of prey wrapped in silk to increase their mating success? Nice. That's about it. I mean, wrapping the gift in silk prevents the female from stealing it without copulating. Oh, and sometimes male spiders' concealed gifts are just random trash. Well, that, that does kind of relate to a lot of real life. I find a lot of random trash and bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honey, I thought you'd like this. Uh, did you know? <laughs> dolphins are born with mustaches. Kind of, sort of. Uh, that's right. Dolphins have little uh, chunks of hair around their lip. The mustache helps newborn dolphins locate and feel their mother for the first few days of nursing and usually falls off after a week or so uh, because of the natural process of it no longer being needed and just just dying off. But, man, hmm. now I want some real, like, Tom Selleck-looking mustache dolphins. That, that would make them so... You know what? Actually, dolphins mm. are kind of rapey. Mm. That just makes them more rapier. Yeah. Uh, never mind with like the dolphin that. mustaches. Mm. But hey, they really have them, and you know it's true, because we said, did you know? At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online, because the most important thing about radio is the internet.